Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. to hear may require accessory equipment in addition to your radio set, especially if you're a parent. We suggest that you provide yourself with a glass of water to slake the dryness in your mouth and melt the lump in your throat, and also a handkerchief or some other suitably absorbent material to cope with your tears. It is a story of unpremeditated murder, the unwitting and unplanned killing of a little boy by his father. It is a story in which fate overtakes love and tragedy lurks in the blue empyrean. It is a story you will not soon forget. Listen, listen then, as Miss Ruth Huzzy starts in Firing Run, which begins in exactly one minute. Not many of us grew up in an orphanage. In fact, very few of us have ever set foot in an orphanage. Still, none of us would deny that they are a good thing. The same holds true for children's clinics. But say you lived in a town where there was no medical clinic for children. Then, one election day, a proposition calling for one appears on the ballot. What would you mark in the little square opposite the proposition? Put an X opposite no, saying to yourself, these kids are no concern of mine. Or would you turn it over in your mind and then place an X opposite yes, knowing that the underprivileged children should be helped? Of course you would. You know deep in your heart that at least the health of these children should be safeguarded. Not only because they are children, but for two other reasons. First, you dislike suffering. And second, because they are the future. You would do your best to see to it that they receive the necessary medicine and the necessary fundamental foods to enable them to grow up as healthy and as strong as you are. Throughout the world, that is what UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Fund, is doing. It is a special agency of the United Nations, which is man's best hope for the future, for peace, and for justice. And now... Firing Run, starring Miss Ruth Huzzy. A tale well calculated to keep you in... them look like killers. The aces of World War II and Korea. Others, like Mark, are gentle and won't talk of combat. Mark would never speak of war, but I know that what happened to him in the blue New Mexico sky that morning left a scar deeper than any he'd had in action. Mark had been an ace in Korea, and he's won more aerial gunnery meets than any other regular captain in the Air Force. He's so good that for years he's been the number one test pilot on guns and rockets at Desert Proving Grounds. A pleasant life for all four of us. 
once I'd learned to get used to sand in the rugs and scorpions in the backyard. A settled life. Almost like a civilian. Until that horrible morning. Mark had a rocket test flight, so the day started early with the four of us at breakfast. Cap, would you pass the cream, please? Oh, here it is. Cap, hold the handle toward your father. I've told you. I forgot. Dad, can I watch the drone take off? Me too. What, big shots? Watch the flying fortress take off. Uh, I don't want you kids cluttering up that flight line today. This is the last firing run of the series. And there's also the small matter of school. Sergeant Crenshaw said I should help him start the engines again. You sure he did? Yes, that honest. All right. Daddy, are you going to fly the big plane? Nobody flies the big plane. It flies itself, stupid. Hap, I warned you about talking to your brother like that. Yes, Mother. Uh, look, Petey. Lieutenant Cameron, you know him. He flies the big plane. Only he flies it from the ground by radio. Then Dad shoots it down with rockets from his jet. See? Like this. Finish your breakfast. I could fly the big plane. I'll bet. I can't too fly. I flew my scooter yesterday right over the PX. You're a liar. Hap, I'll not warn you again. Well, he is a liar. He's just going through a stage. Well, now what? Oh, hi, Kathy. Come on, Mrs. Stacy. Can Hap come out and play? Sure. Go play with your new conquest, the Colonel's daughter. What a politician. Oh, I am not. Your school bus is due in 20 minutes, so don't get lost. Thank you, too, You clear out, too, then. And don't bang the door. Oh, honestly. Never a dull moment. Is this a big day, darling? It sure is. Every brass hat in the Pentagon's waiting for the results. Goodness, don't miss. <laughs> you sound like Don Cameron. He offered to make the drone fly straight and level, so I couldn't miss. Why don't you let him? is a test, Sue. Enemy planes don't fly straight and level. They twist and turn and evade. We don't prove the rocket if I shoot down a sitting duck just to look good. That's my boy. Well, I got a charge. Will you be home for lunch? Yes. Ah, PD, your father's leaving. Where are they? We'll skip it. Probably heading for the flight line to drive the sergeant nuts. Don't worry. I didn't. As I headed back to the dishes, my mind was on the day's marketing, not on half or Petey. If I'd only known where they were. Hap, my father told me to stay off the field. It's okay, Kathy. Sergeant Crenshaw's my buddy. That's his road on the runway. Heck, he already started the engine. He said I could help. Well, come on. Let's go stand in the cockpit anyway. Oh, golly, Hap, my daddy shoot me. Come on. You ever been in a flying fortress? No. Well, but... come on then. Oh, I want to come too. You go home. You're a fibber. We don't want fibbers around. I am not. All right, yeah, I didn't mean it. But you go home anyway. You might get hurt. Come on, Kathy. You think we ought to? God, hang on to my hand. It's so windy. It's blowing my wheel. Oh, 
second act of Suspense continues in one minute. You know, somebody someday may recommend that the Department of Agriculture be called the Department of General Scientific Progress because, of all things, someone from this department has helped improve our rubber tires, our shoe leather, even our mattress stuffing. However, with all this serving of all the people, the department is especially set up to help the farmers. Now, back in the days when it was just getting organized and explaining to Congress why it needed more money, the department acted only as a sort of clearinghouse for information farmers picked up and passed on about better ways to grow corn, raise pigs, and so on. Then farmers started asking questions about getting rid of blights and parasites and other farming problems. And the department had to dig up the right answers. As an example of their success in improving farm operations, egg production in the past 50 years has been increased over 300% as a result of the expert advice on feeding and raising poultry developed by workers in the Department of Agriculture. Among their jobs today, department chemists invent bug killers, fertilizers, and discover new ways to use products farmers have been growing since the beginning of time. Can you imagine making mucilage from sweet potatoes, uh, paper from corn stalks, paintbrushes from milk, and wood as strong as steel? Hey, uh, wonder if the Department of Agriculture will ever develop a tree that grows money, huh? And now... We continue with Act Two of Firing Run, starring Miss Ruth Huzzy. Tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Honey, can I have a cookie? You just finished breakfast. Oh, all right. Oh, Take boy. one for Kathy and one for your brother. And tell them it's time for the school bus. And a word you say with your mouth full. I said, Captain Cassie flew away in the airplane. Oh, Petey, don't fib like that. He did. Now, Petey, listen to me. Mommy knows you aren't really a fibber, but other people don't. So just try to say only what happens, what really and truly happens. All right? Right. Now, go and tell half it's time for the bus. He flew away in the airplane with Cassie. Petey, stop that fibbing. of an airplane. The big one. A drone? Oh, no. Well, they couldn't have. Petey, say, help me. If you're lying, I... Come on. Air Force 647 from ground control. Air Force 647 from ground control. How do you read me, 647? Ground control, Air Force 647. Our transmitter's okay, Lieutenant. Must be his receiver. Yeah, okay, Sergeant. Mark, you're coming in loud and clear. The trouble's at your end. Air Force 647 from ground control. We read you four square. I say again, we read you. I'm going to win about an hour. Throw me to 12,000. I'll make my first five. Air Force 647 over now. What the? What's that Jane doing here? Joe, tell her to get that 
Captain taking car off the flight line. Oh, wait a minute. It's uh, Captain Stacy's wife. See what she wants, Sergeant. Air Force 647, Mr. Brown. I'm afraid you can't stay out here, Mrs. Stacy. We're running a firing test. Well, I know. I, I know, Sergeant. I, I'm not sure, of course, but I think... Well, it, it's possible that, that my boy is in the drone. What? Yeah, I think so. And Colonel Master's daughter. Oh, now, Mrs. Stacy, that couldn't be. It just couldn't. I think they are. No, ma'am. I buttoned up that drone myself. I started the engines and lined her up on the runway, and there's nobody in there. Are you sure? Absolutely certain. Now, you just drive on home, and I'll bet you'll find that young fellow robbing your icebox. I... Oh, hi there, Peeny. Oh, Sergeant. I didn't see you in the back seat. Know where your brother is, Peeny? He says he saw them get in the plane. Oh, so that's it. Well, my little boy did the same thing when he was your age. But, Peeny... We don't like storytellers in the Air Force. Maybe too, Gideon. He got in the bag and you got out the front. Oh? Then you drove off. Drove off in what? That jeep. What jeep? Which one? The jeep with the red flag on it. He's right, Mrs. Stacy. He isn't telling a story. Constitution is one of the soundest. You take voting, for example. Nearly 65% of the population in the United States is eligible to vote, and most of them take advantage of the opportunity. However, voting in the United States is actually a privilege and not a right, since the Constitution gives no one the right to vote. But it has removed certain unhealthy restrictions under which United States citizens otherwise qualified to vote were once denied the privilege. The 15th and 19th Amendments to the Constitution assure citizens that they cannot be prevented from voting because of their race, color, previous condition of servitude, or sex. And nowhere does the Constitution prevent the people from voting for the candidate of their choice. As you can see, the primary concern of the Constitution is the health and well-being of the people of the United States. That's how your American Constitution works. And now, we continue with Act Three of Firing Run, starring Miss Ruth Huzzy. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. On the ground, it was horrible. John Cameron trying hopelessly to contact Mark and Mark's unheeding voice crackling from the radio. Jet 647 from ground control. Mark, break off. Do not, repeat, do not make your run. Mark, break off. Abort your run. I could see the vapor trails now high over the desert. The white track of the ancient bomber crawling across the sky. Mark tracing the contrail swiftly and precisely above and behind it overtaking it. It was horrible on the ground, but when I thought of the terrified children in the cockpit, it was unbearable. Oh, oh, my father! 
contact him at all. What are we going to do, Don? I don't know. Pray that he misses. That guy doesn't miss. Lieutenant, can't you dive for the deck and land? Dive that old rocket, pull the wings off it. Wait, wait, there he is again. Suddenly, it was not Mark at all. That cold, relentless voice chanting a song of death. Mark. It, it was the voice of a, a stranger, a killer, stalking my little boy. Stop it! Stop it! Stop Make it good, he says. Now look, Sue, I'll do my best. Just before he reaches his point of relief, I'll try a high wing over. It'll shake up the kids, but... If the wings stay on. There he goes, Lieutenant. There he goes. Wait. Wait. You've got to wait till the last second. the drone would be a screaming, flaming pyre for the two children. And there was nothing, nothing that any of us could do to save them. I thought of Mark, cool and deadly at the work he did so well. Only seconds from shattering his whole life. I felt Don tense at his control box, ready for a last hopeless swerve of the clumsy ship. And then it came to me. The only way, the only chance. It might cost my his life, but I knew I must try it, for I knew Mark. If I could find the courage. Don, don't. What do you mean? Let go. No, no. 
Don't try to evade him. Make it a sitting duck. What do you mean? He's nuts, Lieutenant. He'll plaster it. No. No, he won't. You make him look good. Give him an easy target, Don. He'll let it go. Suppose he doesn't. I know him. Do it. All right. Oh, no. Straight and level with that guy? He'll splatter it all over the sky. Sergeant, watch my gauges. Easing off her power. Manifold pressure, 18 inches, sir. Dropping her gear. Gear down, sir. I can do without that. Flaps down, Sergeant. Flaps down, sir. It was minutes, but it seemed hours before the big plane lumbered into the pattern, wheels reaching awkwardly for the runway. I closed my eyes and prayed. The plane stopped. Two very shaky children were helped out. All Petey said was, See, he did too fly the airplane. And to this day, he thinks his brother can fly. Mark's knees buckled when he climbed from his jet. He knelt on the flight line and held half and Kathy closely, very closely for a long moment. And when he looked into my eyes, I saw gratitude and faith. He still tests guns and rockets. But sometimes in the evening after a flight, I catch a distant look in his eye and know that he's closing on that ancient flying fortress over New Mexico. And then I go to him and touch his lips and, and talk of other things.
to the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.